Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor, and today I want to talk about a controversial topic, and that is why the debt snowball can be bad for student loan borrowers. Now, this is controversial because Dave Ramsey is the kind of guru behind the debt snowball. He advocates it to all of his listeners, and there are so many diehard people out there that have found a lot of success with the debt snowball. And I don't necessarily want to say this debt snowball is not the right method for you, but I do want you to realize that it might not be the best way to pay down your student loans in all situations. The big thing with the debt snowball is, if you haven't heard of it before, you take your lowest balance first, and that is what you tackle head on and try to pay off as much as you can. And then once you pay off the lowest balance, you take the minimum payment or all the money you are putting towards that and you snowball it into the next biggest balance. And you do that until all of your debts are paid off. And why that sounds like a great idea in principle, it could actually cost you a lot of money if you aren't paying attention to things like the balances and the interest rates. The reason is, is because this method is very psychological. It's designed to help you get quick wins up front and then you snowball those quick wins to tackle your larger debts later. But the problem is those larger debts could be at a high interest rate and that high interest rate could be costing you a lot of money. So I really just wanted to share with you why, in some circumstances, the debt snowball could be bad, especially for student loan borrowers that might have large loans at higher interest rates than other possible loans. So let's demonstrate it. And I know this might get a lot of math going, and uh, it could be hard to follow what I'm saying here on the audio show. So if you go to thecollegeinvestor.com slash episode 75, that's thecollegeinvestor.com slash episode 75, you can see the math that I'm talking about here. But to demonstrate how the debt snowball works, I'm going to start with three different loans. So let's say you have three student loans. One student loan is $10,000 and it's at 5.8%. You got another student loan at $25,000 and it's at 8.5%. And you got a third loan at $5,000 for 7%. And the total payment for this loan scenario is going to be about $500 a month, roughly, in total. And if you just made the minimum payments on your loan, you're going to pay about $17,364 in interest on that $40,000 in student loans. But... If you do the debt snowball method, what you do is you start tackling the smallest loan first. The smallest loan in this situation is that $5,000 loan at 7%. And what you do is after that loan is paid off, you snowball that $5,000 loan into the $10,000 loan, and then you take those and you snowball that into the $25,000 loan. So if you did the debt snowball method in this scenario, what you would do is you would pay 
91.35 in interest, so you'd actually save a ton of money in interest, and it would take about 64 months or five and one third year to pay off the debt versus the 10-year minimum payment method, where you'd pay about almost eight nine thousand dollars more in interest. So as you can see, the debt snowball method can really work to pay off your loans quickly and save you a lot of money. And this is logical because, you know, after you start your snowball, you're going to be putting a lot more than the minimum payment to your loans, especially when you get to loans number two and number three. So you're going to save a lot of money in interest. Um, so and you're going to save a lot of time. But is it the best option? So instead of using the debt snowball, um, you know, let's so instead of using the debt snowball method, let's look at the debt avalanche. The debt avalanche method is when you go after it mathematically, and that is you start with the highest interest rate loan first, and then you work your way through the remaining loans. So in this case, you're gonna tackle that $25,000 loan first, and then you're gonna roll into the $5,000 loan, and then the $10,000 loan. If you take the debt avalanche plan here that we're talking about, your loans would be paid off in 76 months. So it would take about a year longer to pay off your loans. But at the same time, you're going to pay only $6,000 in interest. So that's compared to the debt snowball, which was $9,100 in interest. So by switching methods, you're going to save over $3,000 in interest by tackling the highest um, interest rate loan first. And yes, it does take more time. It's not as psychologically rewarding, but it will save you $3,000, almost a third of the interest compared to doing the debt snowball method. So from this, it should be clear to you that the debt snowball isn't really the best option if you're looking at the numbers. The big thing with the debt snowball, though, is it's definitely a psychological thing because tackling that $25,000 loan would take you five years before you eliminate it, and then when you snowball into those other smaller loans, they go very quickly, whereas in the debt snowball method, right, you're paying off that $5,000 loan first, and it only takes you a little over a year to pay off that $5,000 one. So you get a quick win in the beginning, which for some people, that could be a huge driver to stay motivated to continue to pay their student loan debt and continue to work their way out of debt as aggressively as possible. But for those who are math driven, you know, it's really important to look at the numbers and lay it all out and look at the debt avalanche method and really tackle the highest interest rate first. It will save you a lot in interest over the course of your paying down the debts. So that is the difference, and that is why the debt snowball could be bad for student loan borrowers. If you want to see the math on everything I'm talking about, because maybe you just need to see the visuals, uh, go to thecollegeinvestor.com slash episode 75, and I'd love to know your thoughts. I'm not trying to bash on Dave here. Dave does a great job in motivating and helping people get out of debt. I think his debt snowball is definitely a motivating thing for the people that need it, but I do want you to realize that there are mathematically better options for those that are more mathematically inclined. The big thing I think both Dave and myself want to see is that you are making huge progress to getting out of debt because neither of us want to see you in it. So hopefully that makes sense for you and I would love to hear your comments on the blog. 
All right, guys. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time.